Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for tuning in to The Hunt Is On. I'm Valerie Hunt here with Andrew Childs, and on today's episode, we sit down with none other than Canadian drag icon and legend Jimbo. We get to talk a little bit about some merch drops, a little bit of music videos. We talk about Jimbo's titties. <laughs> And we dish some hot tea about season one and season two of Canada's Drag Race. If you want to hear all that and a little bit more, stay tuned for this year episode of The Hunt Is On. Um, hello, everybody. My name is Valerie Hunt. And I'm Andrew Childs. And, and The, the Hunt Is is on which is the name of our brand new podcast that we are starting today (laughs) yay for firsts and um yeah we have a really special guest with us today and who would that be the illustrious from canada drag race season one it's jimbo baby hey hey hello andrew thank you for having me i feel hunted i feel stalked i feel like prey yeah, it's amazing. Thank you for getting together with us to do this and kick off 2022. It's my pleasure. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be hunted by you. I feel like like it's been so long of like seeing shows with you and like seeing you on our screens and all these things, but to have a real conversation is just so nice and sweet. And I just want to say happy holidays. Well, happy holidays <laughs> to you. And I know I just saw you guys in Calgary and... I yes. said congratulations there, but I'll say it again here. But congratulations on oh. um, Call Me Mother. You are amazing. Thank you. Just for you, I wore two pieces of my outfits from the show today. Yes. <laughs> Mainly because I have no drag. Oh my god, I feel <laughs> you. You gotta get get it out. Get you know, get the most out of those clothes, so Absolutely. <laughs> Did you have a good holidays though, you and Mr. Brady? <laughs> We did. We were all cuddled up, snuggled up, and resting. It was a lot of drag and a lot of performance and a lot of twirling and shaking my tits. And so it was great to um, just lay around for a long time. Oh, I yeah. gained a lot of weight, unfortunately, but I'm going to. I'm counting my calories starting now, <laughs> and I'm going to fit into my costumes in no time. Oh my God, I feel that. Last time I saw Terry Stevens, she called me fat. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, you're She's a star. There is just screaming for its life. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm like, I don't have the titties on today, but you can't tell. <laughs> um, yeah, that's so nice, though. It was a chill, chill holidays for us. Andrew got these two new microphones, so really... The magic has only started. <laughs> I also got a new king size. I also got a new king size bed. What did you get up to? Okay, Andrew will take any excuse to talk about the new king size bed. Uh, <laughs> I got nothing for Christmas. I had a lovely holidays of watching some of my drag faves before, like everyone kind of went on break, and then yeah, just taking time to like recharge and re-energize because I think 2022 is going to be a big year. <laughs> it's going to be a huge year. It's going to be major. Yeah, I <laughs> Um, But before we get into, I think, like, all the future stuff, we wanted to maybe, like, chit-chat and ask you some questions about (laughs) some things of the past, (laughs) if that's all right with you. Yeah, let's do it. Sweet. I love digging up the past, picking up the old scabs. Oh, I love a good scab. A little salty, a little fresh, a little buddy. (laughs) (laughs) So we were wondering about the House of Jimbo and how that all got started. Is it still going? That is basically still, basically when we first came up with the idea, 
it's been a few years in the making of getting to the point where you know we had the traction and the eyes to do it so we launched the kickstarter last fall and we got a little nest egg from that and we got about twenty thousand dollars in the end from that there was i didn't really realize when we set up the kickstarter i picked this random number and i didn't realize like you have to get all of that money to get any of the money and work (laughs) i know so that was a big mistake so we ended up having to borrow a lot of the money in order to crack the thing and get the thing so it looked like we made a lot more than we did but we got a lot of support and a lot of interest which is basically the next step is to get development funding and so we're in that phase now we have um, uh, an exciting proposal in and we have some exciting interest and so now we basically take the nest egg and we take the interest the public interest and combine it with a streaming service and a production company and the next level of funding and so then the next Uh. step so that's where we are in the process. And so the, the plan is to create um, some content for the YouTube channel in conjunction with some stuff that wouldn't necessarily be seen because it would be a pilot episode. And so that's, uh, we want to make some stuff that we can release to the fans and be visible and see online. And then um, some of the content would be saved for this teaser tra- trailer sizzle reel that we are going to shop around. That literally sounds amazing. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) And so this is actually that I'm on our new side here. And so basically in order to film in our studio, we had to basically expand the studio so that we can live and work in the same space. And so we've now made this alternative space over here where we can um, live during the time where we convert the other side, which is over there, into the film set. And so all of that has been a long journey and a lot quicker, I mean, a lot longer than I thought. Like in my mind, I was like, we're gonna raise this money and then we're gonna film these things and it's gonna be, here, it's gonna be done. And, but it's like, whoa, 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 no. It's Pandemic. giving like home renovation vibes, like 10 extra months. <laughs> Yeah, it turned into this whole thing. So it's all settling in. I'm in on the longer timeline than I had originally hoped. But um, I think everybody has faith and I'm definitely, we're still working on it. So yeah, it's still a thing. Well, if you're ever looking for any family members, you can- Oh yeah, if you ever need an extra hand, I I can use a hammer. (laughs) Okay, perfect. Yes, I will be calling you guys. But no, that sounds amazing. Like so, so cool. I remember your uh, Barbie girl video from last year. Like I think about that like daily. So I can't wait to Uh, see more Jimbo content. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, that was made with my friends, Sandy and Christy and a bunch of our community upstairs. Actually, we live in this really cool uh, heritage building in Chinatown. Oh yeah. Um, So it's right above me is my sister and an oil painter. And then above them are um, our friends Daniel and Sandy and Christy who have a really cool studio. So we went up there and we converted their whole loft into that set. And my friend Liz came in and painted the walls for a week. Um, wow. all that design on it Production. it was a, such a huge process but I really that oh, was yeah. sort of the first um, thing that went out prior to Canada's Drag Race yeah. and I really wanted to show my you know the, the people just seeing who I am I kind of you know I really want to give them a good sense of who I am and what my aesthetic is so that we put oh, a lot of effort yeah. into it and 
I just I'm so, so proud of that one. I think for a lot of people, myself included, that was like my introduction to Jimbo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And it was, yeah, spectacular to say the least. Well, especially because that was the time where you all had to start getting into digital drag. And this was like one of our first performances yeah. that we got to see of digital drag and by Jimbo. And it was just tenfold amazing. I absolutely love that production set too. Yeah, truly, Thank truly you. iconic. We love the artistry. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I live for the artistry. And, you know, Canada's Drag Race season one was spectacular. Um, how did it, like, really feel, though, being someone, I feel like, who wasn't so known by, like, the Canadian drag... Well, or maybe by, by what I knew, at least, the Canadian drag community. Like, I feel like you kind of came in as, like, a dark horse <laughs> and really, like, surprised yeah. and charmed a lot of people. Yeah, that was really exciting. Um, a lot of people... Um online were speculating who this bedroom queen was there was like yeah. this, this like nationwide drag registry there was this list <laughs> city by city across yeah. the country of like who is the drag queen in each city and the spreadsheet yeah it was a <laughs> spreadsheet it was like so intense and i was not even on that master list and so they figured out 11 on the reddit but they couldn't figure out this 12th mystery queen. And so production was, you know, they weren't really allowed to say much, but they were telling a little bit of the tea about that during the process. And we're like, oh, you know, everyone's trying to guess who you are. And it was, so that was really exciting. And then um, I think it was just really awesome for queens across the country and around the world to see somebody that is from obscurity. I'm living on this small island off the furthest west coast of Canada in a you know a pretty small community here and you know my drag name is Jimbo and my aesthetic and my vibe <laughs> is not necessarily you know so normal or whatever so you know I, w I was surprised that I got on you know, I wanted it so bad it was a dream come true but of course I was I was surprised that uh, that I got to be on that show and so I think it, it really provided a lot of like hope and inspiration for other queens um, that don't have some huge massive following that they too could all of a sudden you know have a spotlight shone on them and have um, some respect and some some eyes on their art yeah, it really gave, like, the energy of, like, drag is not about your follower count or, like, what you've seen on TV, but, like, it's whatever you really make of it. And yeah, and especially yeah. to be going from the one queen who is unknown to being the one who has made the biggest impact on Canada's drag race, in my opinion. I mean, oh, wow! Like, I... Oh, wow! <laughs> the quotes are endless. I feel like the memes are endless. It, it was really good content. Like, anytime I eat a sandwich, I'll think of you. <laughs> Aww, thank At craft you. services, I, I was thinking of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, but season one was was like truly spectacular. I don't know, I really liked it. Yeah, and uh, I, so I loved it. Um, uh, of all the episodes, which was your least favorite episode, and why was it Heritage oh Moments? My God. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I. My least favorite episode, I guess, was the last episode because I wasn't really in it in the finale. So <laughs> we needed more Jimbo in that finale, guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I I really loved the whole show. I loved the whole process. I loved everything about it. I loved how it all rolled out and the response and everything. It was just really an incredible, exciting time. And um, yeah, I feel so grateful and. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, the positives were endless. Like, your Snatch Game performance was iconic. Joan Rivers, forever and always. 
thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, I mean, Andrew and I had to had to bring up one more moment. We like, I think we live we live for this. We love the reality TV drama and the gag mm. and the goop of it all. But that reading of Rita's crusty old wig was the best. <laughs> oh my god! I love that moment too. I was cold. I was tired. I was tired of her winning, and that was giving realness. <laughs> Yeah, she came for me, and I was, like, at the end of my rope, and I was like, no. Because we had painted beside each other the whole day. We were, like, kicking, you know, having this awesome time. And so then when she was like, oh, like, can I give you a piece of advice? I was like, oh, okay, you know, my sister's got my back here. And then she's like, did you mean to paint so old? I was like, what? Like, that's yeah. not what I was expecting you were going to say in that moment. And so then I just said, oh, hell no, bitch. Like, that weave is crusty, dusty. The edges were so crusty. Like, if you could see the, it close up, You'd want to pick at it and scrape at it. It was like a pie crust. Oh my god! Don't don't zoom in. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but that's the thing now. Is ever since I did that, like I can't have, I have to have the cleanest lace of all time now. Every time. Oh my god! Yeah, you show up with the dirty lace, and like Bianca Del Rio comes out of the the shadows somewhere with like a sniper. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Clean your lace. Um, no, it was amazing. I think that you really gave you really gave it to the girls season one, and I mean season two is spectacular too. You made a cameo on it in the Scream Queen episode. That you know so how did it fun. feel to personally send home Stephanie Prince? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, you know she's our Calgary diva. I know. Well, I love Stephanie. Even the year before, um, when I was there, before she was on the show, Stephanie and, and I partied together one night, and, and so it was really cool to. Oh my god! Um, to see she goes her hard there. <laughs> yeah, she was so fun. We were there having so much fun, and we were talking about Drag Race, and she was just dreaming of being on the show. And I said, you know, like keep trying, and you never know. And then there she was. So that was really, really cool to see her after we had had that conversation. And um, yeah, it was so fun being back on the show and having my dressing room, and you know, going back as a, an invited alumni was certainly a different experience than going as a scared competitor. So right? it was nice. You're like, I can use my going, phone. <laughs> yeah. I have a dressing room and people were, you know, everyone was so kind, of course. It's like a family. It's like a drag race family here. So um, it was just really exciting to see everybody who I could see. It was all very COVID-y at this time as well. So you couldn't really go around and necessarily meet everyone like you would have typically. But um, yeah, it certainly had a, a really fun, special feeling. But they also... Um, are always up to their tricks and oh so God, yeah, yeah it, it, it was certainly <laughs> it was a, a, an experience always and I had the best time so as the one queen from season one who brought it every single runway what were your favorite runways of CDR2? ooh ooh um, well I loved Pythia's two head moment with everybody else I think oh my god iconic choked choked the world yeah <laughs> So, so good. Loved um, just the artistry and the concept and the execution and the vibe. It was just all there and it was all so awesome. And I really loved um, Stephanie's wing moment at the end. I always love that. Money. Drama. It was so good. And 
I loved um, Adriana's um, Marie Antoinette head on a platter. Oh, yes. But, that was so good. I loved oh, it. The Marie Antoinette triggering. <laughs> yeah. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. And yeah. Um, there was, yeah, there was a lot of really, really, really strong looks. Like, if I think back, there was a lot of really beautiful looks I loved. Honestly, but, um, I, I feel like the girls had to step it up after, like, you and Alona brought some pretty good looks on season one. Like, I think the bar was set to a, a place where the girls just really had to come in with, like, like, concepts and ideas and, like, really push the limits of, like, what I think people maybe perceived Canadian drag as just from seeing, like, so 11. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so but. too, and I think like uh, there was a lot of, um, you know, I didn't really understand necessarily how to be that kind of drag queen when I was going to go on the show. Like I didn't, you know, I didn't have any big jewelry. I didn't have any, you know, like crazy wigs. Like I did have some more sad, some beautiful <laughs> wigs, but you know, like I went in like pretty bare bones just because I didn't really necessarily know how to do it so much. So I guess, you know, they certainly had like a little bit, I think more an idea of what you're in for and what it requires of you. Even though we watched the, the American one, and I think it's just, it's, it's hard necessarily to find all the designers and find all the wig makers and find all the jewelry people. And so, um, it's, it, a lot goes into the package and preparing and so um i think that they definitely had the benefit of a little bit more experience from their older sisters on like how the hell to do this all because it's a huge thing as you know oh yeah i feel like as the franchise like expands people are more understanding that there's like a designer you can reach out to for like a whole package now and like you get one wig person and they do all your wigs and you have this person who helps you with all your things but yeah i feel like the season one people always we always set the the tone for what it's gonna be Mm. and i think yeah yeah, canada's bringing it every year so can't wait for cdr3 (laughs) me too Uh, i hope i get to go on it again (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, please. <laughs> we would like another Jimbo Cameo World. Thank you so much. <laughs> so we have a quick little game for you. It's going to be a little Would You Rather, and it's going to be rapid fire. Are you ready for this, Jimbo? Yeah, I love Would You Rather. Wonderful. So, Tainomi's paper outfit or Alona's paper outfit? <laughs> oh. Um, well, I like the color scheme of Alona's, so I'm going to say Alona. Yeah, Work. we stand pink in this house. <laughs> Uh, Andrew, what's the second one? <laughs> Would you rather listen to Gia's Oscar speeches or listen to Eve singing, I gotta trick up my sleeve? Oh my god. I gotta trick up my sleeve. That's, sleeve. that's really like grown on me, actually. As painful as it is, I really... I think I would listen to that instead. I, I think that's the correct answer to go for. <laughs> coming and you never, never saw, saw it coming coming, coming. um <laughs> would you rather uh define the word glamour to jeffrey boyer chapman or have michelle visage read you <laughs> um well i would i've had the second one so i'm gonna go to that first one and and you know actually i love jeffrey and oh my god yeah i would love any chance to just chat with him again he's just i know i love knowing that he's also i think jeffrey's like an albertan i think a calgarian originally too right edmonton edmonton okay (laughs) yeah yeah he is yeah and then to vancouver and then to america the land of dreams yeah, he was truly our first Albertan on Canada's Drag Race, so for that we stand. <laughs> um, so you were recently featured in one of Priyanka's music videos. How did it feel to be the villain? 
Oh yeah. Ooh. I had so much fun with Pri and on set of her video and um, it was just awesome to see her team and you know to see her killing it on those workout machines and um, the just, production quality know, was so good. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, she she's well that's what happens when you win all that money. <laughs> but um, she, yeah, she, it was just so much fun. And I love being a villain. I love being, um, I love horror movies. I love scary things. I love maniacal laughter. I love, um, you know, just like playing with being a villain is, is, is such a fun thing. Oh my Especially God. when it's like a comedic villain and you're not like, you know, actually, you know, very <laughs> scary or whatever. But I would like love to see you in the new Scream movie coming out. <laughs> Me too. That would be great. That would be so good. Or like a Suspiria remake. I could see it. <laughs> oh my god, I would love to be in. I'll do anything. Yeah. Yeah, horror queen. Ooh, horror, horror queen. queen. Yeah. Horror yeah. Queen. I I sometimes mess that up. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so this is something I I think like I love and stand you so much for is like all of your like really cool kind of musical endeavors and like like things that you've done like doing the uh, Adrian Chalifor music video for um, oh yeah uh, for oh my god heart. broken heart broken heart which literally one of my open favorites heart. open heart. open heart <laughs> I did perform Thank it once you. after I saw that video because I was gooped and gagged. <laughs> Thank you. That was my first time doing something like that. And um, I, that was before my audition for Drag Race the year before that. So that was like my first time like with dancers and trying to look pretty. That was like the Jessica Rabbit the of most, it all. Yeah, the Jessica Rabbit vibes. And I did my own makeup for that. And I was really proud of, you know, how good I looked considering my skills at that time. And oh. so I was just really um, excited to be the star. And that whole thing was done in, I think, like two takes or something like that. It's, it it's looks like, like, one like a one take, take with like one cut. <laughs> yeah, it's one take with one cut and where we, where we cut at the fans. So other than that, with like all the mechanism of this and that, and we never performed it or rehearsed it in that space. Like we, we had some rehearsals oh. with the dancers. Um, three rehearsals before with the dancers, but we just ran it in that space and just had to do it right there. And I Hell yeah. l hadn't really done a lot of that to that point. I mostly do clowning, which is about freedom. <laughs> it's about expression. It's not about like someone recording your mouth, singing words to someone else's like song. Preciseness. So, so, yeah, so stressful. I was like, what if I can't do this? And then I was so happy that I could do it. And I was so I happy mean, that someone thought of me that could do it. So You killed that one. And then you also killed the I'm a video with Baby No Money. Yeah, so good. Which is, like, truly my favorite. Like, like that, I, I've tried to, like, lip sync and even just rap to that song. And it's so hard. <laughs> but it's you slay. It's so hard. And I... And I asked him how he even does that. And he's like, it's really hard. It's a lot of just like bullshitting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we love to see it. That's, isn't that what drag is? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But did it you was have so to fun do yet. his face? Pardon? Sorry, did you have to do his face? Um, I wanted to do his face. Just kidding. No, I... Um, <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. No, 
Uh, my, my friend and sister, Vivian Vanderpuss, she beat mm. um, both of our faces. I think she did his and I did mine, and then she did a little bit to sort of um, unify it at the end or something. I can't really quite remember, but um, no, Viv painted us. I did our costumes, and and then oh, we yeah. hit the town together in that convertible, and it was so much fun. I love him. He's really, really sweet and was so funny to see him experience drag for the first time and being in drag and feeling beautiful. And he's done it again and, since, which is so cool, like with Rebecca Black, yeah. so... Keep yeah, that's going. what I heard. Yeah, it was so funny. And the, when he well, was in drag, he was like, yeah, you better watch your girlfriend and stuff. And I was like, no, it's ah! boyfriend now. You better watch. And then he's like, no. I was like, oh, you must be a lesbian. She's like, yeah, I'm definitely a lesbian. <laughs> I see that for him. <laughs> he gives that. What was his drag name? Baby No Dick? <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. Baby No Dick. Hey, Baby Love No that. Dick. That's so good. Yeah, it was the it was truly like the reprise to telephone that we didn't know we needed. <laughs> ah, yeah, well, I've messaged him since, and I said, let's do another video, and he said, yeah, we will, so. Amazing. Um, do you have any plans to release any music in the near future? Oh, my God, Is I would gonna, die. Yeah. It's in the box? I do. I have a meeting coming up with someone um, this week about getting it out in the world. I've been working with my friend Andrew Taylor, um, who's a really cool, fun musician I've collaborated with for years. And so we wrote these songs. We've been writing music together for like eight years or so, but we've just never put it out. I've performed it here and there um, live, but um, the next step, yes, I, we have four songs ready. And so um, hopefully this year, the idea is to make some music videos and to get that music out there. And the music is very, it's sort of like weird conceptual music and it's kind of, um, each one is sort of written at a different time over the years together. And so each one has a different flavor and I'm just really excited to, to make the videos and to see what people think of it and to just make more music. Oh my god, yeah, I am, like, Andrew knows this, but my guilty pleasure is I truly love listening to, like, drag artist music, because I find it's sort of, like, the most, like, limitless type of music, where you can kind of get, like, a little bit of everything, so I'm very much excited about this. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my vibe about it, too, is all sort of, it sort of stems from character, usually, yeah. same as my drag, and so the music is also character base and that's why each song has sort of like a different flavors because you know one song is about my cat that passed away and so I kind of imagine performing it as a cat and so and yes. then the other oh song like one is um a song it's a love song about my partner it's called Angel and so some of them are love songs and some of them are, are just sort of like weird songs and so yeah I'm excited um, I'm really excited for the one about the cat if you need to borrow a butthole hit me up <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I will. Uh, you've got a good yeah. one. Just takes a really good pink scrunchie and a couple brown rhinestones and you're golden. <laughs> ah! Oh my god, thanks for the tip, Martha Stewart. Yes, crafting channel, crafty corner. <laughs> so I have a curious, uh, I have a question about um, Jimbo versus Peas. Oh my god. What inspired that chaoticness? Um, so that was basically trying to sort of work with World of Wonder, they wanted to come up with a show where I sort of react to something, or it's, it's we, we sort of talked about um, just my, the way I experience things, or sort of the way I react to things, and how that um, 
can be funny and so we kind of were brainstorming on that and I thought well like the thing I would react to the most would be the peace that is my most biggest fear that I hate and so they said well let's why don't we just like explore that and so they basically just gave me basically free reign to kind of come up with this concept and so I storyboarded it all out and I drew little stick figures of everything I wanted to do and came up with the shot Love. list and um <laughs> So it was all like extremely planned out, like every shot and everything. I've got it all drawn out and little stick figures. And so we submitted all of that and they were into that. And so from there, Brady and I just worked around the place here and I kind of wanted to use it as an experiment, um, sort of for House of Jimbo and what was capable in this space. And so um, we got a camera and, and some good equipment um, so that we can do some of the online filming as well. But um, so we used sort of um, this new equipment we got and then Brady did all of the filming and I did all of the art direction and set up the different sets around our house. And then we filmed it over the past year and then I would film, send the footage to World of Wonder and they edited and made that awesome movie where they added all the effects and made it feel very like, um, I don't know, like American Horror Story, like creepy like cutty and the ryan murphy yeah (laughs) yeah just very like very like just freaky and funny and so that was really exciting because we filmed it and conceived it and sent them all the footage and then they sent us back this whole other thing that was really super trippy and psychedelic and um just really awesome and so it was just so fun to see what that level of editing and production can do to footage and storytelling and so it was a really amazing collaboration and then just so exciting to be on wow presents plus and to be um collaborating with um the the wow people was just such an honor so yeah it seems so amazing and like so cool to have like your own process come to full fruition with like such a cool collaborative partner i don't know that's Mm -hmm. so fun (laughs) i'm like that's the coolest (laughs) Yeah, and so we got to sort of deal with this trauma and got to sort of work on, you know, work on sort of showing that that sort of place where clown and drag meet, which I think are very closely related, as you I'm sure we feel as well. We love... <laughs> also, I have to say, when we last saw, you, last saw you in Calgary, you debuted your biggest pair of bazoingas ever, yes. and they were... Phenomenal. Is your back broken or <laughs> what's happening My there? My back is literally shattered and <laughs> it has not been the same since, but I'm going to, I've got to start work. I'm going to start like a regime of like strengthening, core strengthening. Um, yeah. So that they don't end up taking me to all the way down. Cause they are very I feel like I could be in those for like an hour. They're, they're intense. When I put them on, I have to, like, have a shelf. I rest them on the shelf, and then I, like, slide into them. Ah! Oh, my gosh, that's so funny. I love that. Were they custom, or was it something that you had to, like, source and, like, hunt down? <laughs> I'm always looking online at breastplates and new breastplates and what, what are the possibilities. I love transformation, and I love, especially, yep. like, there's something so weird and funny about um just that whole side of drag and so i love like there's these weird rubber suits like i've got my full suit i wore for my birthday which is goes from ankle to neck to wrist and it's amazing and a butt and 
so that's you know not typically for performance that's typically i think a sex item and so it's funny um I love just taking these these items that are maybe sex related or taboo and then bringing them into performance and sort of breaking down um, those sort of taboos to look at how ridiculous it is and how funny it is and also how kind of cool it is to have an entire silicone body from China. I think it's awesome. Oh, it's entertaining and sexy, which is like the two things that I strive for. <laughs> yeah, I can only yeah. imagine this whole shelf process. It looks... Yeah. Andrew can't get over the shelf titties. (laughs) (laughs) No, but Lilith Fair in Calgary just did something super similar to that where she brought out like a douche on stage and cleaned herself out to, um, uh, I think some Hillary Duff like wet song. So I'm, I'm let the rain fall down. Very about sex toys and drag being uh, a combined system. (laughs) Yes. Yes. They go hand in hand. But so those titties. You've recently dropped some new merch <laughs> with uh, Cat Dirty, and uh, I got some today. Oh my god, yes! I love that. Oh, you got wow. my new t-shirt. Oh, wow. You look so handsome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I love the Jimbo merch. I want to get one of the new jackets. Yeah, the bomber. So badly. The bomber is so cute. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so stoked. I was talking with the factory today. We're working on a track suit now. It's like a matching... <gasps> um, hoodie and like pants tracksuit and i'm getting some with flares and some with skinny oh my god like this like flared jumpsuit and so i'm really excited about that so that's coming out like really soon i'm just messaging with them about finalizing design on that so it's just always been a dream of mine to collaborate with a factory and to produce clothing um under a label and under a house and and so it's a long time like 20 year dream to do that so um it's amazing to be able to do that and to have the the community to share it with because i wouldn't be able to do it obviously without people like you guys um supporting and and being so sweet and amazing and so it's just so exciting to be able to do that and to share that vibe well, congrats and thank you. Thank you for the exclusive. <laughs> yeah, we love to know. I'm like, okay, I'm saving the pennies now. <laughs> oh my god, thank you guys. You're so and like, sweet. I'm I'll give you a, a bartender. Deal. Oh please, I, as a bartender, anytime I wear your merch, specifically, people always comment. Like, I've been wearing my Jimbo shirt at the bar. People love to see it. Um, my Jimbo necklace for the longest time was like what customers would like recognize me for people love the jimbo brand it's just it's everything Ah! (laughs) i'm so grateful it's my dream my biggest dream come true so i'm just so grateful love and it's our biggest dream come true that you're here with us premiering our first podcast literally thank you so much we are so excited for 2022 for all of us and it just yeah it feels like an honor and a pleasure to have you here so we are so grateful thank (laughs) y'all well you guys are so sweet and i you know fans of yours as well from watching you guys' reviews of the show that was sort of the first experience i really had watching podcasts and watching internet reviews and things because I prior to that I never looked at it and so it was my first time ever being the subject of reviews and of people talking (laughs) about me and so that was really wild and exciting to tune in 
to you guys watching me and then I was watching you and you were watching me and so it was like <laughs> it was really the meta of cool. it all <laughs> it, was, it was very cool and so it's fun um, to come full circle and now be a guest on your podcast and to just feel the love and I'm just so grateful for your friendship and I can't wait to see what happens for 2022 and of course I'll be on your podcast anytime so um, oh yeah to be back again the Thank future so is much. friendly baby <laughs> Yes. So where can everybody find you, socials, etc.? I am on Instagram and um I try to, you know, be good about my DMs and things. If people message me and say hi, I try to say hi back. And um I am I have a website, www.houseofjimbo.com where my merch. Um and I also am on mybestjudy.com for merch and all of my sister's merch in America. And um and I tweet every now and again, very rarely. I'm still <laughs> catching on on the Twitter, Jimbo the Drag Clown, and I'm also on the TikTok. And I am still learning about that as well. And oh my God, same. I think I have on there. <laughs> but it is just a lot to keep up with. It's hard for my brain to like figure it all out. So I'm still working on it. That's the biggest mood. Like we try to stay to our lane, and that's it. Yeah, content, <laughs> content for days, but also content for days. <laughs> oh my God, it's a full-time job being a person existing Just and then it's it's a existing. double job being a drag queen so <laughs> it is but like thank you for your gift thank you for everything we love you <laughs> uh we i love you guys too and um i can't wait to see you guys soon i'll be back in calgary this summertime so we'll have a little yes and hang out. Ooh. yeah we can't wait thank you jimbo thank you i'm andrew tiles Oh, I'm Valerie Hunt, and this has been The Hunt, hunt is, is on. on. But now The Hunt is off, because it's the end of the podcast, so. <laughs> Bye, everyone! <laughs> Bye! <laughs> and cut.